What's poppin' everyone? My name is Tristan Respress, and this is Talking with Tristan. Have you ever wanted to build a community, but didn't know where to start? Well, you're in the right place, because today we're going to be talking about how to build a community. In October of last year, my partner Zoe and I decided to start our own community. We both love to skate. Zoe primarily roller skates, and I primarily longboard. We noticed that there was so much division between roller skaters, skateboarders, bikers, and anything under the sun that has a wheel here in Austin, Texas. I started to question why that was. Every time I would run into somebody else that had a different mode of transportation, I noticed that they weren't much different from me. We all face similar challenges, experiences, and we're all just enjoying the outdoors. So we started a group called All Wheels Wanted, where all wheels aren't just welcomed, but wanted. Now we have meetups every week with people regularly coming to join the fun. It's been a wild ride launching this community, but it was well worth it. I would like to share some knowledge that I've gained in hopes to help you start your own community. First off, let's talk about the importance of a community. A community is a space where people connect by sharing common interests, goals, and experiences. Communities can be found in places like school, online, work, and church, and they offer an important source of social connection and a sense of belonging. Not having a community can take a serious toll on your mental health. This was big when lockdown happened and everybody had to stay indoors. Loneliness and depression was rising as we started to see more communities emerging online as individuals were looking for a sense of connection. A sense of belonging. Communities give people a supportive group to help them cope with difficult challenges. If we feel safe to share what we know and involve others, we create opportunities for collective learning and collective learning leads to collective growth. Doesn't that sound nice? We're all just out here collectively growing, just being our best selves. Coretta Scott King said, the greatness of a community is accurately measured by the compassionate actions by its members. So pay attention to the actions others do in communities to see if that is a community that's right for you. All right, so now let's talk about how to build a community. First off, you need to know why people join communities. A community aligns with a member's identity and they know how and are encouraged to participate leaving with some type of reward. If your community doesn't have this, it's bound to fail. Keep this in mind from the start. Now let's get into talking about the foundational steps of building a community. Starting off, you need to form an identity for your community. What do you envision your community to look like? Also, think about the types of people your community would attract. Second, you need to earn trust with others who fit your community's identity. Would you show up to something that you don't trust? I mostly wouldn't. When others trust the community's vision, they are more likely to join. Next up, you gotta fuel participation. Get your members to participate in your community's events. The goal here is to get others to trust each other. Their trust in you will translate to others in the community. Keep in mind, it's easier to build trust in person rather than online. Lastly, you want to get feedback from your members to see if they attained an award for attending. Like, did they have a good experience or did they have a bad experience? If they had a good experience, they are more likely to return and stick around in your community. If they had a bad experience or no reward, they would feel like it's a waste of their time and won't partake within your community. These are the foundational steps to building a community. Make this foundation strong, then you will have a long-lasting community. If your community is failing, take a look at these steps. So for a quick overview, form an identity, then build some trust, Feel some participation and make sure people are getting a reward out of it. Now you know how to build a community. Let's talk about some of the benefits of having a community. You have a support group. As a member of the community, you have access to a network of peers and a supportive group can have a powerful effect on your well-being. Then we have collective growth. With everyone sharing their experiences and stories, they are adding to the collective of the community. This allows us to learn from each other and grow together. Being in a community gives others a strong sense of purpose. After the pandemic, more and more people are searching for a sense of purpose, and communities are a great way. There's even studies that show having a sense of purpose leads to a longer life. Communities help alleviate stress. Communities are often a place of joy. When you're having a good time, those positive feelings may help you lower stress and anxiety. Communities can also empower an individual's decision-making. 
When you have a strong community, there is a lot of mutual trust and respect of others. In these communities, we build each other up and this develops trust, which in turn empowers your confidence and engagement. Which leads to better communication skills. One of the big things in a community is connecting with others. You need to be able to communicate in order to develop meaningful connections with others. No communication, no community. Now let's talk about ways to grow your community. When you're starting out, it could be difficult to grow your community. So here are some ways to help you get the ball rolling. Talk about it. No one's going to know about your community if you don't share it with your peers. And remember, your community won't resonate with everybody, but it will resonate with someone. So keep spreading the word. Word of mouth. Once you started to have a few members in your community, treat those people the best way you can. They took the time out of their day to contribute to your community. If they did that, then they have interest in your community. When members start having good experiences within your community, they will tell all their friends about it. When others start hearing about your community from peers that they like and trust, they will be more likely to join the action. Has a friend ever recommended you something before, like a restaurant, and you decided to try it? Now you're a regular at this restaurant because you ended up liking it so much. And all of this happened because of word of mouth. Now let's talk about social media. You can utilize the power of social media to grow communities as well. We use Instagram and Facebook a lot to keep in contact and gain new members. These social media platforms are perfect for building communities and keeping members updated. Also, Facebook groups are stupidly powerful. If you can find some similar to your community, I say use that. Also, don't limit yourself to just these platforms. There are so many other platforms out there where your audience could be hiding, like TikTok, YouTube, even Reddit. I will say the bread and butter so far for our community is Discord. Even though Discord doesn't do any of the legwork for acquiring new members, it helps everybody in the community stay updated and in contact with each other. Like we talked about earlier, when people feel like they have a sense of belonging, they will be more happy. If the community is happy, the more it will grow. But don't just stick to online strategies to do the legwork. Remember, people were building communities before the internet even came about. There are so many ways to grow your community. Try some local marketing like passing out flyers to help spread the word. And remember, time is your friend. Don't get discouraged if no one shows up to your community when you first launch. The main thing is, people don't know who you are yet. You need some time for the word to spread. I remember the first Longboard Meetup I hosted. Only two people came out. I was so sad because I tried my very best to make it happen. I even ran ads on Facebook and Instagram. But now, we're hosting meetups and having members frequently join. All because we took the time to improve and continue the community. So dream big for your community. Don't play a short game. It's going to be a long battle. It may even continue after you're gone. Cue the outro. Oh wait. I still don't have an outro. Sorry, this is episode two. I'm still working on it. My main focus right now is to get the message out. Well, thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful day. Don't forget to rate and share the podcast. I don't know if subscribing is a thing on here, but if it is, don't forget to subscribe. Hasta la pasta.